Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So recently I experienced a loss in my life, and as I was sitting in that loss and feeling into it and sort of coping with it, um, I realized, oh, okay, so these feelings that I'm having actually feel very familiar, like feelings that I have every day, but just extremely amplified because the loss was larger and it's what we would normally term loss. And of course, there's all kinds of advice for when you have had a loss, you know, take the time to grieve, allow yourself to grieve and to mourn. And we do have a good amount of that out there for really large losses in life. But usually, we don't call small things losses, we only call the large things losses. And what I was noticing, I mean, I wouldn't have expected it to go this way. But when I was sitting and contemplating and experiencing a larger loss, it really called my attention to the fact that we deal with loss every second of the day, all the time, every day, and we don't deal with those losses well. We don't treat them respectfully as losses. And it just sort of, I was like, yeah, these feelings are familiar. And I guess I'll try to explain. I mean, you know, we deal with loss every minute, even if it's loss of time. I mean, every minute that you're living, you have a mild sadness and a mild aggravation that mostly probably goes unnoticed. That's about loss of a minute in your life or loss of time in your life or loss of the moment you were just in because it just died and you just lost it and now you're in a different moment. And there's this constant loss in life. And this is not meant to be (laughs) like some sort of really depressive um, commentary at all. I'm saying there's so much loss. There's loss of, you know, things like that just wasted my time. Loss of something that you wanted when you have to compromise. Loss of a trajectory that you were really excited about when things didn't go that way. Loss of a project that you were really working on or just like loss of an idea of who someone was or what you thought things were going to be in life, Uh, you know, just because life didn't go that way or things changed or, you know, some other circumstance was presented. And so there's all kinds of layers of loss. It doesn't just have to be the giant stuff in life um, where, you know, you truly lose in the form of death or something, you know, someone in your life or, you know, a giant job loss um, or relationship loss. Those are big losses and we give a little more attention to them as losses. But it's just funny because the big losses feel like the small ones, just highly, highly amplified. There's a mild, you know, irritation or agitation Uh, every time we lose some of our time or lose some of our willpower 
because it's like what we wanted to happen was this and it wasn't happening. Even if you're just like waiting in line and you feel like you're losing some of your freedom because you don't want to be doing this right now. Um, you're losing your time. There's loss and there's a mild irritation and a frustration and it does kind of stem from sadness but like a different level of sadness, kind of like tragedy and a little micro tragedy, you know, where it's like, I'm not free. And, you know, I don't know, there's another part of me that thinks like, okay, well, irritation and agitation and anger and things come up when it's ultimately you're sad, but you can't be sad. You don't have the luxury to be sad because that's not even really allowed. You can't sink into sadness because you're not even safe enough or allowed to be vulnerable enough. Like, things have and that's when you go to irritation and anger that could be a side note because that's another thing that I've noticed um about feelings and how they manifest um during this time you know that yeah okay well I'm ultimately sad but when I have to push through in life and do the things that life requires and I'm not afforded the luxury of being sad um or when I'm with people where the vulnerability level is not you know okay to really be sad with them, the understanding level is not there, I do not have the luxury of actually feeling the feeling as sadness, then instead it feels like irritation or agitation or frustration or anger. And so anyway, then I was thinking, yeah, well, those are those moments too when you're like, ah, you know, I'm losing my time. I'm losing precious moments of my life and I'm losing freedom because this isn't what I want to be doing. And, you know, ultimately there's sadness under that. You know, it's a tragedy. It's a tra it's tragic to your soul, you know, but it's you're not even given the luxury to be feeling that sadness. Instead, you know, it comes up as agitation and irritation. And really my whole point is just sort of noticing that these things are similar. Like, hey, you know, we actually deal with loss all the time. So here I am dealing with this large loss and I'm thinking, huh, this is so interesting. I wouldn't have noticed that I actually deal with death and loss every single day in every single moment all the time. But this is really called it forward because I feel the exact same little feelings just way amplified. And so I am better at loss than I think. Or I am, you know, not this person that's like, well, wow, I haven't had to deal with loss. Like, oh, I deal with it every single day. But I might not be dealing with it as well as I could because I'm not giving it the acknowledgement and the compassion that it deserves. Because very much like what we say when someone has a large loss you should give yourself the allowance to grieve or to mourn. It's, you're, it's allowed. You're allowed to, you know. You have permission. We should give ourselves that permission to grieve and to mourn and to be upset over it and to acknowledge it as a loss. You know, instead of just being like, I'm having to wait in this line, you know. I mean, acknowledging it as a loss even in a small way, because I'm not at all saying that those little losses are as grand as some of the large ones. Um, no, I'm not. But I am saying that they deserve to be acknowledged as losses. And maybe losses would become something we're more proficient at if we did acknowledge them as losses. Like, yeah, you know, right now I'm dealing with the loss of my time and freedom. And, um, you know, I'm sad about it. And it is a little bit of a micro tragedy. But at the same time, like, I'm going to give my myself the allowance and the permission to grieve and mourn you know I'm gonna grieve this loss right now in my own little small way while I'm sitting in this line
mine and just, you know, God, like grieve it, mourn it, but also accept it because that is ultimately what you have to do with large losses too. That is the pathway to the acceptance is like letting yourself grieve them and mourn them and giving yourself permission to let them suck or to think that they suck, you know, give yourself the permission that is what grieving and mourning is, is like allowing it to suck, you know, and sitting and letting that be the case, sitting in that for a second, you know, um, it doesn't mean you stick there forever, but just, yeah, like this is a loss. This does suck. I allow myself to grieve and to mourn it and to think it really sucks and to feel the sadness of it and to hurt over it for a second, you know, or for a long, long time, depending on how, you know, big the loss is for you. But it's, I'm talking about the little micro moments where I was noticing we do it all the time anyway. We just don't quite acknowledge it as fully and call it by the right name, but we could. And in those micro moments, that's kind of what I mean about, you know, acknowledge it, grieve it, mourn it for a second. Because Maybe a second or two is all that's required because it might be just like the large losses in life that that might really provide a lot of healing and really get you through that process in a more complete, healthy way because um, you just let yourself grieve it. Loss is there and, you know, are recognizing it as a loss, like instead of just some sort of irritation that you have to put up with, like understand why am I irritated? Oh, it's because I'm dealing with a loss and I probably could just grieve it or mourn it and then I'd be able to let it go instead of just being like perpetually irritated and angry because I'm not giving myself the permission or the luxury to feel kind of the sadness over it or the disempowerment, you know, the sadness at the loss of my freedom. You know, instead... I could go about this a different way and actually become more proficient at loss in general or more in awareness and acknowledgement of, you know, what this actually is. And ultimately, the process could be more compassionate, more compassionate to yourself. Life could be more compassion filled uh, for you to yourself, you know, Um if you were acknowledging these things more fully, uh, you know, like, yeah that relationship was a true loss and I need to mourn it accordingly or even just this like person that I got excited about thinking that they were going to be a friend and like ooh you know a week or two in they started doing things that weren't what I was expecting them to be and so I've like lost a particular belief that they are what I thought they were a particular hope that I had hoped we would be really good friends or I lost a trajectory, you know, that was a potential trajectory in our lives of us sort of being close or this person being who I thought they could be or I wanted, you know, I was so glad that I thought this person was one way and but they weren't. And so then I lost maybe some faith in humans or I lost some of the faith in myself and my ability to judge character Or maybe I lost uh, some just inspiration or, you know, sort of a a state of happy excitedness that I was really enjoying because I was really happy and really excited about this person being a friend, a potential friend. And when something small or we deem it small happens like that, like, oh, I met this person. I thought they were awesome. But then, you know, it turns out a couple weeks later, like, ugh, they started showing me a totally different side of themselves and they're not actually awesome. We just 
write that off and um, usually feel frustrated by it um, and kind of sometimes it eats at us and we're kind of like, oh, I don't know why I'm being eaten up by this. I need to let it go. I need to just let it go and we just treat it like an annoyance, you know, but if we were to actually break it down because I just did, (laughs) you will see that there are so many losses in there, like so many losses. All of those are legit. I mean, I felt them personally so many times, so many ways with all kinds of things like projects or like I hoped that I could do this or that with a friend or with a particular job or with my business. I, you know, ideas come and go and you, you know, you lose the excitement of that idea because it didn't go the way you thought or because it didn't happen at all. Or, you know, all the things that I just said, like you lose hope, you lose faith in people, you lose faith in yourself. There's losses. There's losses, even just like in the inspiration or the excitement that you felt it you have a loss there um, or, you know, some ideals maybe get lost. Even just the potential trajectory of where you thought things were going to go, there's a loss. You know, all those different things are losses. And usually there are several, all, you know, all present or at least several present in this compounded way. So you're dealing with a compound loss every time these things that we deem small happen And not to blow them out of proportion because they don't have to be considered some giant thing that like demolishes your ability to go on and move throughout your day. But maybe if you see them for what they are and give yourself the compassion to acknowledge them as losses, like, yeah, okay. So I just dealt with in that one little thing that that friend showed me that seems small and trivial, but I'm going to give myself a little more compassion than that. I mean, it wasn't that trivial. I was very excited about this friendship and I was really, you know, seeing other things in them and I missed a few things and they're showing me a different side now and there was some loss to it. I've actually just lost several things that are really important to me like hope and faith and inspiration and excitement. You know, I loved feeling excitement and the trajectory of the friendship and I obviously really wanted or needed a friendship right now and I've just dealt with some loss and it would be useful to treat it gently and compassionately by seeing it as a loss. Like, hey, I just dealt with a few deaths. Even if those deaths are simply deaths of ideas or deaths of feelings, certain feelings of excitement or certain feelings of hope or death of, you know, some faith or death of, uh, like I said, trajectory or possibilities or things like that. So those are deaths and they are important and you could just acknowledge it like, okay, I'll give myself the permission, the allowance to feel sad. Like that's sad. Of course it is, you know, and also maybe you lost some of your time uh, in this precious life and there it's sad. It's sad when, you know, you've lost something. And so then let it, let it. That's what loss is and grieve it and mourn it and let it be crappy, you know, where it's like, and that sucks and I'm going to let it suck and I'm going to understand or have some understanding for myself over why this feels like such an letdown, such an irritating thing. I'm going to let it be more than that even. I'm going to give it the full luxury of being able to feel just sad and like a tragedy, like a little micro tragedy, because it kind of is, instead of 
giving myself hell <laughs> for being so hung up on it. Like, oh, it's no big deal. I shouldn't be so stuck on it and shouldn't be eating me up. Like, I just need to let it go. Give yourself a little compassion. It's a loss, you know? And death happens. Death of each day that we have here happens at the end of each day, you know? Or it's like, okay, we have to deal with so many deaths. And like, couldn't it contribute to our confidence and how we will deal with bigger deaths by knowing and acknowledging every time we deal with small deaths and getting good at it, you know, getting that practice in where it's like, yeah, I'm dealing with a death of today and the death of the moment and the death of, you know, um, and, but it can feel good too. Like this day was amazing and now it's done and I'm sad to see it go, but it was so fulfilling to live it and if it's gonna have to die I'd like it to die this way going down with like the amazing feeling of the end of this day and that I enjoyed it you know so seeing all the sides that can inform us and teach us um, how to deal with bigger losses and how bigger losses can be and that they don't have to only feel one way and they don't have to just overtake us and overwhelm us. We actually have skills in handling it, especially if we conscientiously, you know, exercise those skills in the form of awareness when we're dealing with the micro um, deaths and the micro losses every day and, you know, kind of doing those as beautifully and compassionately and skillfully as possible so that, yeah, the bigger losses don't feel as foreign and as blindsiding. I mean, they're always going to be painful and they might feel blindsiding too, but it at least it won't feel like it's beyond what you know, because on some level, I mean, that's exactly what brought this into my mind. It's like on some level, feeling that feeling of loss that I, you know, hadn't felt before I experienced a loss that I had not ever had before um yet those feelings were still feelings that I knew and when I was really sinking into them and feeling them and feeling into them like what are these you know um I realized like yeah these are actually feelings that I already know they're just like amplified and wow we deal with loss every day and I have the death of something every single day in all these teeny tiny ways and um, it would totally be more compassionate to give myself the space and the freedom and the allowance and the permission to let those be losses and to be sad about them and to really call them losses, let them be Allowed the same way that we allow someone to, you know, if something, if they have a big loss, a death um, in their life or some tragedy, we allow, I mean, others to feel that loss. And we would hopefully, I know sometimes people don't allow themselves to feel that loss, but, you know, the general consensus is like, hey, please let yourself feel loss when big things happen. And so I think a lot of us, do give ourselves more permission when something big comes up to feel lost, but it just called attention to me uh, of like the small times that I deal with loss all day and I don't give myself as much permission to call them for what they are and see them for what they are and give myself that permission to let them 
suck or to let to agree that they suck or to, you know, claim that they suck or to mourn them and grieve them and be sad over them. And then, like I said, perhaps use that as sort of like further research and skill development on loss in general as a human um, that puts me in a place of knowing a little further knowing and a little further skillfulness in my own life. And that knowing would be about loss and about living and about being a human. So that's what occurred to me. Um, and I just thought I'd share. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.